When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Breakfast powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. The Harcourt's open line. Harcourt's results for you. Call us 1300 or text us 0437 You might have a question for our next guest this morning who is Michael Randall, obviously a very, very nice basketball writer for News Corp. Nice to have you on the show, Michael. Yeah, hey, Brent, how are you? Going well, mate. Nice to talk to you. Um, plenty happening in the world of hoops, isn't there? And obviously we're very excited down here in Tassie with the Jackies going two from two this round. How do you think they're placed ahead of the final two games of the home and away season? It's all um, coming together for the Jackies, isn't it, mate? They, um, you know, had a really inconsistent patch in mid-season, and, you know, even Scott Roth had lots of concerns about them, but they've seemed to have pulled together, figured a few things out, and they're going to sort of, you know, fly into the playoffs. What did you make of the game yesterday? They didn't do too much wrong against the 36ers. It was a bit of a danger game, the way Adelaide had been playing, but uh, they, they didn't put a foot wrong. Yeah, I, I found it really interesting. The You know, Tassie were kind of, I guess, ended the, the coaching reign of CJ Bruton way back and it, it was sort of, I, you know, I, I've kind of had memories of that as they just ploughed through Adelaide when Adelaide were in such good form and, you know, I think, you know, Jordan Crawford got going, Milton Doyle, you know, has a double-double, kind of breaks out and, you know, I don't think Adelaide had any answers for him apart from, you know, Trey Cal kind of playing a lone hand. Yeah, absolutely. Scott Ninnis basically said that. That was completely outplayed in the in the press conference after the game. What are you made of the Jack Jumpers' change of identity this season? A more offensive team, I guess, than we've seen in the past, and that was on full display yesterday, really, wasn't it? Yeah, for sure, mate. And, and look, you know, that was my concern at the start of the season with them. You know, it, it was, you know, Sam McDaniel goes to Brisbane, Matt Kenyon goes to um, South East Melbourne, and I just I thought, you know, they lost a bit of defensive identity, you know, love Jordan Crawford, but, you know, he's five six. How's he going to go guarding, you know, some of those gun um, guards in other teams? But, you know, they've found a way to figure it out. You know, Will Magnay's a fantastic gatekeeper for him. And then, of course, Marcus Lee as well. So he's just a smart recruiter and a smart coach, Scott Roth, isn't he? Yeah, no doubt about that at all. What did you make of Will Magnay's game yesterday, particularly after that hit on Thursday night with McCall? It was uh, pretty impressive for him to get up, first of all, and play the way he did. Yeah, it looked nasty, didn't it? Like, um, I sort of sat there and watched it, and I was like, geez, that, that, the way that he came off and the way that it looked like he was struggling to breathe, it was like, is this something serious, like a broken rib or a punctured lung or something like that? But, 
Yeah, no, he's a, he's a tough cookie and he's been through a lot of injuries, um, you know, over the journey. So I guess, you know, he probably knows his body and um, knows what he's capable of. No doubt about it. Now, Michael Randall from News Corp, of course, basketball writer. You can catch his work in all the papers across the country. Debate's heating up, mate, on who should make the all-NBL teams. Any jack jumpers in the running, do you think? Well, I mean, it's, it's hard, isn't it? It's, it's pretty subjective to me, but it's... It's, Jackies are so kind of spread, aren't they? And so even that, you could you could mount the case for Milton Dore. You could mount the mount a case for Jordan Crawford. You could mount a case for Will the way that he's been playing. I mean, you know, mm. he and Isaac Humphreys are probably the two best Australian, you know, local centres in the league. So yeah, look, I mean, any one of those guys could sneak in, but you know, it's it's tough. I don't envy the voters. No, difficult, isn't it? It really is. Uh, now, you mentioned Will Magnay and Jack McVeigh. Their names have also been linked to the Boomers and potentially playing there. Do you think they're a sniff of making that team? Oh, definitely, I would think they, you know, you'd hope that they play in these um, Asia Cup qualifiers, but obviously there's playoffs around the corner, so I reckon the Jackies might have a bit of a say in that. But, um, you know, he's... Will Magnay see someone that like a rim protector, athletic guy that they might sort of look at for Paris? I I'm not, I'm not sure. You know, I'd, I'd love to be able to see him um, knock down the outside shot. If he was able to do that, I reckon he'd be, you know, give himself a massive chance. Absolutely. And what are your thoughts on the the upcoming FIBA window? Scott Roth was pretty strong on it in the post game press conference yesterday that the timing isn't ideal. But what are your thoughts with the finals and oh, sorry the playoffs looming so close for the NBL as well? Yeah, he's not wrong, is he? It's definitely not ideal. And I remember, um, I think it was either last year or the year before, when um, you know D- DJ Vazuljevic had sort of put his hand up and said he wanted to play, but you know the Kings were about to go deep and and win a title. And I guess when it got to when push came to shove, it was like, well, he sort of chose the club. But um, yeah, it's going to be very hard. And I think that um, that you know the Gorge and the selectors may have had some dramas actually. That's why we haven't seen a team yet because, um, yeah, there's a lot of clubs going, hey, well, we might have finals, so don't know if, um, if you know, we can make you available or not. So it'd be interesting to see what they actually roll out um, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, will indeed. Uh, News Corp's Michael Randall's our guest on SEN Tassie Breakfast this morning. Now, switching gears, mate, to the Under-20 Championships, you've been leading News Corp's coverage of it. Uh, Tassie boys ended up coming third, which was, which is a good result after defeating South Australia yesterday. What did you make of their impressive campaign? Yeah, mate, fantastic, isn't it? And um, well, the Nationals, I just really enjoy, you know, especially the 20s because, you know, you go down there and you're going to see you know, young kids that obviously have been in the Australian system for a while that are, you know, ready to go off to college or could be next stars or could end up as on NBL rosters or they're already development players. Um, and then you also get a look at um, some of the kids that might be a little bit more unheralded but, you know, have breakout tournaments and end up on people's radars. So, yeah, the, the Tassie trio, I call them the three-headed monster and I reckon that was sort of the, that was the popular you know, the, the popular name for him down uh, in Ballarat last week. But, um, yeah, I guess, you know, Kai Savage, um, Jacob Furphy and um, Lockie Brewer. And, geez, they're all special talents coming out of Tassie. It's a, a little bit of a, I mean, a bronze generation, I guess, because they have won a bronze medal. But, um, yeah, three guys that um, Tasmanians can be really proud of. Yeah, three future jack jumpers, hopefully. All. What about their ceiling? Any could push for the NBA, do you think, in the future? 
Oh, look, I mean, Furphy's the, the guy that sort of has those NBA chops. He's just got... He's a versatile talent. He can do a little bit of everything. And he did most of the playmaking for that team. And he had a triple-double in the um, in that bronze medal game to help get him home over South Australia and, and win the medal. But, um, yeah, he's a, he's a special talent. He's um, at the COE. And, yeah, it's, a, it's sort of how far can he take it is up to him. What about trying to keep these guys in Tassie? We saw, obviously, uh, Taron Armstrong go to Cairns over the off-season. Trey had the DP spot with the Jack Jumpers, but ended up going on some overseas holidays. Uh, Savage rejected the contract offer. Is there a, 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 something you need to do down here to keep them here, do you think? Or is it going to be hard resisting offers from elsewhere for these guys? No, I think, um, like, um, you know, Savage is a, is a interesting case. I mean, he, you know, had talks with the Jackies about um, being a development player, and I, I think the discussions with the club were that, you know, I want to play basketball and I want to improve. And as a DP, obviously, you sort of sit on the end of the bench and you do learn with pros, but the, the con to that is that you don't get to play games. So I think him going to the COE is is a, is the right thing to do. And I would imagine that the Jackies will be in the box seat to sign him once he's, he's finished there and ready to make his decision because... You know, I think he sort of he was a commit to CBU Blazers uh, last year, I think, but then kind of decided college wasn't for him. So, yeah, look, I, I wouldn't be overly concerned about that. Um, you know, if, if I think if Scott Roth really, really wants a guy, he kind of gets him right. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's exactly right. Hey, uh, we've had the Jackies here for nearly three years now. How important is it having that professional team here? Do you think to to inspire those young Tasmanians that, that are coming through the system? Massively, mate. I mean, it's it's um, it's just they're a sellout every single game. The the love for basketball and the love for the Jack Jumpers in Tasmania it's almost unrivaled anywhere. I mean, I know I speak to you know every other NBL guys from every other NBL team, and they all say that going down to Tasmania is one of their favourite trips because the stadium is just it's like a you know it's like a cauldron and and the noise. A nightclub, as Chase Buford called it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that that you know that's that too, and it, it sort of I guess it depends. I, I think Chase actually liked the nightclubs, mate. Hey, before we let you go, uh, you, we've been running our SEN Tassie Super Coach Group all season. I know you're a big part of that as well. Who should our listeners be trading in for the final couple of rounds of the season? Do you think? Oh well, I mean, you've got to sort of you, you've got to target the. Um, Hawks and the Breakers because they've got sort of two doubles to end the season. Um, mm. So you know, I'm sure most of most people that have um, been playing it, I guess, really interested in it, have already got a you know Gary Clark or Sam Froling or um, <coughs> you know if you've got Anthony Lamb, you might have to trade him out because um, yes. he unfortunately had a pretty bad injury yesterday. So yeah, maybe Parker Jackson Cartwright's uh, another guy that people should target, but. Um, yeah, it's been sort of a fun year, I guess, for the first year of NBL Supercoach. Absolutely. Well, Michael Randall, great to have you on the show, mate. No doubt we'll talk again soon, but really appreciate your insights here on SEN Tassie Breakfast this morning. Have a great day, mate. You're on your brand new too, mate. Michael Randall, star writer for News Corp, uh, all things basketball when the papers right across the country. Great to have him on SEN Tassie Breakfast this morning. Text in here on the Harcourt's open line, the SVO SFC coach, St Virgil's Old Scholars Football Club coach, Sam Cootsie loves giving out his Saturday mail. Get him on.
Sam Cootsie, a lot of uh, votes coming in for Sam to be our guest tipster. Hey, you are locked on SEN Tassie Breakfast, powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. I think Hamish Spence is going to wander back over and wrap up the show with me next here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. It's been a good morning without Pony. We might continue it in the future. Back with more next.